And I'm so tired, yeah, all I need is good vibes, shit ain't right on this side, yeah, all my niggas lying and the president be lying, I got Zop in this raw, wanna fly, put this outside in the sky, shit ain't right on this side, yeah, all my niggas lying and the president be lying, I got Zop in this raw, wanna hey, fly. Losing my cool, I'm losing my patience. You using your stimulus just to lose it in Vegas. I see a lot of APs, I see a lot of Rolexes. I'ma buy them off of these niggas right after the demic. I can show you a style, I can show you a rapper. After all this shit that happened, no, we gotta be brothers. Wanna welcome you to the Vibe Podcast with Miss Pink. And today we do have a special guest in the studio with us, none other than my father, the OG. Thank you for joining us today, father. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. I'm glad to be here. It's a pleasure. Think, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I still was nervous about this. Um, unfortunately, my mom couldn't join us today because she was under the weather, but I do still want to give her a happy birthday shout out. Her birthday was yesterday. Um, so, as you know, we've been talking about dating in, in my generation. I know there's a super age gap um, from my generation to yours. And I thought it would, I did think about it. You know, my dad, both of my parents are super supportive. And that's one thing I can say. I have very supportive parents. And so they both wanted to be on here and to give their perspective. And um, consider that my dad is... Um, divorced now and he's been in the dating world for a couple of years now he's saying no but he's really lying because <laughs> he even asked me for dating advice which was super fun to give like the biggest thing i can say about my dad is since he's gotten divorced he's learned how to dress way better like my dad used to dress like a soccer dad like you, That's you just, i was a soccer dad i had to dress i was he had to pl- he had to dress the part exactly uh-uh. exactly thank Mm-mm. you thank you yeah. you don't have to dress the part you can still be the fly dad and be the soccer dad. <laughs> I, I, I did learn i do appreciate your advice it definitely helped out if i were dating yeah i would definitely <laughs> if oh i <laughs> wish my siblings <laughs> were here to hear you tell these stories <laughs> So, um, no, we're still going to ask you. So how long were you married for, Father? I was married for 22 years. 22 years. That's a long time. But, um. You know the George Carlin line, right? Huh? You know George Carlin, the comedian? Uh Uh-uh. That's before my time. You don't know who George Carlin is? I know who he is. You know who George Carlin is? Mm -hmm. He said marriage is a great institution if you like to be institutionalized. (laughs) Now it's institutionalized. Oh. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. See, people kill people and did more, did less time than I did. You know, 22 years is a long time. Okay. I mean, considering the outcome, I guess it did feel like a, a sentence. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but how has it been transitioning? Because you were with someone for so such a big part of your life. So how was it transitioning to back to um, being single? It, it was definitely a transition, you know, when you're, when you're married, you do everything as a family, you do everything with your wife and your kids. And so I remember like the first day, like I kind of moved out, moved into an apartment on my own and I'm like hearing all this noise above me in the apartment above me. And I want to like, kids go to sleep. But you know, I was in an apartment, so I wasn't <laughs> in a house anymore. So it, 
I couldn't yell upstairs to the neighbors, like, shut up and go to sleep because it's in an apartment. So it was definitely an adjustment, you know, not kind of being in you know, a family of five to being kind of there by yourself. It's a struggle. It was a struggle for a minute. Yeah. So how long did you take to be by yourself after that, before you had friends since you're not dating? Well, no, I'm not dating. And let's see, <laughs> separated in 2012, divorced in 2015. So what, nine years. So it's been nine years. Really? Yeah, nine years. Nine years. It don't Sep- seem like it. Seem like Se- yeah, separated, divorced in 2015. So, so I want to see if you're going to be on. So you haven't dated anybody else since you got divorced. I'm sorry, that's one well, of my siblings' Describe, define dating. He right? needs a definition. <laughs> yeah, I've broken I this down to you before. <laughs> Do I go out? Do I have... You know, uh, people that I go out with, yes. I so do. it wasn't but a committed relationship. You no, was, you no, just no. hanging out. Just kind of hanging out. Oh, right, much right. like the men in our generation. We're just hanging out. But I, I told like him that. it's a date because I, I know how my father is, and he's one of those people, if he invites somebody out, he's going to pay for everything. So that's why it's a date. That's not really a date. That's what a man is supposed to do in my generation. See, and that's, that's what my, my mom says. She says that a man is supposed to pay every time y'all go out, and I disagree with her all the time on this. I don't, yeah, I kind of disagree with that now. I think it depends on what status you are with the person. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I hear so many people complain about, do females ever take guys out? And they'd be like, maybe you should talk to somebody who likes you. (laughs) Because we definitely do. Um, Don't mind paying for a date. It's like uh, appreciation. It's not saying we're going to pay every time. But we do, we don't mind um, showing our appreciation in that way. So, um, in regards to um, meeting new people now, I know it has changed because social media has um, been the new tech thing. And there's a lot of people in your generation who act like they're just not up to date with the tech world. Like you, for instance. But but I do. I do have an iPhone now. Yes. Hallelujah. After like 12 years. (laughs) After 12 years, he finally switched to Team iPhone. But um, there's so many dating apps out now, and a lot of people use dating apps, but then there's also, like, a big, it's a big thing when it comes to safety about meeting people on dating apps. Mm -hmm. And um, I've seen it where a lot of people go out and meet somebody, and they get catfish still in 2021, or it's just they feel like A lifetime movie? Yeah, yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of times it has become a lifetime. So, um, in regards to meeting new people now, are you meeting them at work or you go out? I mean, I don't know what you do there. Cause you, you're, you live a secret life. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know this is probably making you really uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, it is making me really uncomfortable. But, you know, I have tried dating apps. I've uh, tried a couple of different dating apps. Uh, it, I think it's a great opportunity to meet different people, people you wouldn't normally meet. You know, like people outside of your job or your normal circle. So it is a great opportunity to kind of expand your possibilities. You know, unfortunately, I haven't found the, the person. You know, the so person you want to find somebody? No, I'm not really looking for somebody. I, you know, I don't want to be by myself, you know, because obviously my kids aren't going to take care of me. But I anyway. told you what I'm going to do for my part. <laughs> I, I'm good for cooking meals and getting you to doctor's appointments. I have two other siblings. <laughs> That's, that's all I'm good for. We're going to hope that my brother blows up with the NBA. He's going to pay for everything. Okay. Okay. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he is going to blow up. Super proud of you guys. You know, I have to say that. I love my kids. 
we're very close to the fam as a family. And that kind of shaped my, my dating perspective as well. Because I'm not going to bring anybody in y'all's life who I'm not serious about and is not serious about me and my kids. So they got to understand that, you know, you guys, even though all of you are adults, but you guys come first. And so I've been very selective in terms of who I date and been very selective in even introducing anybody. Yeah, because we haven't met anybody. Exactly my point. And then there's people in, the, like, I think I talked to, like, one of my uncles, and they, they were trying to get information out of me. I said, I was coming to get information out of you. And one of my uncles was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know who he's talking to. I was like, great. Good for nothing. <laughs> That's right. If y'all are listening and we want to keep it like that. <laughs> we'll keep it on lockdown so, It's okay yeah. If you talk to one person I know who to go to Uncle Jimmy If you are listening right now uh, I'm going to come with a bottle And we're going to have a conversation <laughs> Snitches get stitches Snitches get stitches Oh no You can't be threatening people like <laughs> and that And end up in ditches <laughs> There we go <laughs> So or the um, Anacostia River <laughs> The Anacostia Hey you can't find anything in the Anacostia That is absolutely right That's why it smells <laughs> As soon as it gets hot outside exactly. That's why it smells um, so one of the questions I asked on the previous show is, do you think someone can be pro-black and still date someone of another race? That's an interesting question. That's an interesting question. Have oh, you yeah. ever dated outside your... I know my mom comes pretty close. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I mean... You, I think I have well, once or twice gone out on dates, but it wasn't like I was serious on a serious relationship with anybody. Do you want to get married again? What did I tell you? I was married for 22 years. I know. That's what I'm saying. So after you did 22 years sentence, do you want to do that again? I'm not sure I want to do that again. <sighs> I don't think I want to do that again. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to do that again. So I know we talked about like, what are certain things when like when you're um meeting someone what are certain things that are just like a red flag like nope don't see this going anywhere nothing at all we can just stop right here wrap it up save a time mm. um anybody that wants children i'm out <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense that i'm out i don't need no more kids yeah because my brother be 21 this year he's the yeah, baby i am not trying to start over that don't work for me. And, you know, your, your sister has a rule. You know what your sister's rule is. No, what's her rule? Her rule is, like, you can't date anybody that has any girls. Well, that cuts out a lot of people. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> That's what I told her. That part doesn't bother me. It's just that um, I don't want nobody who has, like, little, little kids anymore. Cause I don't want to be considered a babysitter at this point. I don't have any small siblings. All my siblings are grown, and it's great. So, and definitely don't eight, date anybody in my age bracket. No, no. Or it's going to uh, be a super uh, issue. No, 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 no. You ain't got nothing to worry about that. Because then that would mean they are of childbearing years. And no, uh-uh. I'm not having any more kids. Have you run into any sugar mamas yet? Not the <laughs> sugar mamas. I don't know, but do you know anybody? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That would be good. All my aunties is taken. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... What did you see in your parents' relationship that you took and applied to your current relationship? And did you see things that you're just like, no, I don't want to do that in my relationship? Wow. Wow. That's a great question. I mean, you, you, you know your grandparents were married for 56 years. And um, just the love that they had for each other. And it didn't mean that they didn't have their ups and downs. But, you know, 
uh, I remember, you know, we celebrated their 50th anniversary and the look that they had to each other. I remember me and my brothers, we looked at each other. It's like, we want somebody in our lives like our mom that loves us the way our mom lo loved our father. And um, that's what I'm looking for. I mean, I think that's what all of us are looking for. Somebody that would have that look even after 50 years that would still be in love with us. Yeah, I mean, like I, I told you um, on the previous show, like, I grew up with great um, examples of marriage. I don't know everything that happened behind closed doors, but however they were as a unit is things that have helped me shape my perspective. So no matter how bad my experiences have been with dating, uh, I still have hope that one day I will be married. Um, yeah, my parents are going on 42 years oh, that's awesome. um this year and all my aunts and uncles were married for 50 50 plus years my my favorite uncle he on this third one but it's 15 <laughs> years so you know so but yeah i come from a long line of longevity and marriages and people sticking it out now my grandmother after my grandfather died she never got married again so she raised nine kids by herself um, so shout, shout out to Katie May in heaven, but, um, she just didn't want to put her daughters in danger. So that's why she never brought, um, another man around. So that was her reason for not, um, remarrying, but that's she awesome. held it down for that. Then, then my uncle came, you know, the, the, the last <laughs> of the Mohicans, number 10. Um, but yeah, she, she held it down with 10 kids. So, oh, wow. Thank you. God bless her. Cause I'm telling, I don't know nobody in this day that want to push out that many Listen, kids. Listen, my mother just told me yesterday she waiting on the grandchild. Okay, sis, mm, don't hold your breath. Mm, but mm, we didn't have to say, say that, that in here. Say that again. We no, did not have again. to say that in here. <laughs> Man, child, say that again. <laughs> I had to, to hear this every week. Like we have weekly phone calls, and my dad's like, "Yeah, so you know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm, I'm trying to be a grandfather." So at first, you know, they teach us, you know, wait till you have, wait to have sex. So you're married. Yeah, now they want grandkids. Yeah, they just skip past all that now. I yeah, said, I'll get you a puppy. Grandkids. We don't want a puppy. I'm just saying. Nope, grandkids. Uh-uh. I'm trying. Uh -uh. I don't even feel comfortable having this conversation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Dad, I do want to ask you. So, in regards to um, dating someone, is someone, have you ever dated someone of a different religion or belief? Yeah. Yeah. And can you explain more about that experience? I mean, um, your your relationship with God is an individual relationship. And I think mm -hmm. you need to be open to have people in your life that might have a different perspective than you have. Because um, I think that's how we grow. That's how we expand. That's how we learn. And so, yeah, I've dated people, you know, some people Christians, some people Muslims, some people atheists. Really? Really. Dated when? Not really dated. Uh, see? Let me redefine no, 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 no. I've no, gone no. out with now. people. I've gone out with people, right? I've gone out with people of different beliefs. Not dating. See, oh, man. Man. <laughs> I feel this like word. dating really doesn't have a true definition, though. Like, because everybody's definition of dating is different. Yeah. So I feel What's like this. So if we're going out on dates, you know, we hanging out, we're dating but so doesn't mean we're committed to a location 
No, we don't always gotta go nowhere. Like, oh, you. Who's dating? You explain it. Like, if you are dealing with this this particular per, well, you have exclusively dating, and then you have just dating. So, Agreed. exclusively dating is just me and you. Like, it's nobody else. We are the ones that we're hanging out. We're whatever. That's not like then, a relationship. No. 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 You just date one person. That's just dating exclusively. Yeah, We're not in a committed relationship. That doesn't mean you're committed to each other. So what makes it a committed relationship? I guess when he be like, y'all, we together. Like, well, y'all come to that establishment where y'all want to, I guess, okay. be together. I don't know. So once because you say once you want to be boyfriend and girlfriend, that means it's y'all in a relationship. Yeah. And yeah. the, the reason why I think out. dating exclusively is more like courting somebody. You're still getting to know them to see if you really want to be in a committed relationship. So how long does this take? Like That's on you and that person. There's no time. I don't. Well, I don't set time limits on anything. So it really just depends on you and that person. I had a question for you when you were talking about uh, the different religions. <laughs> <laughs> no, the different like. Okay. Uh, I wanted to know a situation where uh, that actually hindered y'all beliefs, hindered the something small. Cause you know, like in this religion, it says you can do this and can't do that. This one said this and that. Right. Where was a point where y'all butt heads just because of religion and it wasn't. Because of how y'all actually are personality-wise, uh, I, don't, I don't think I've ever really run into that. Because I yeah. think you know, like I said, my age, you know, you don't you don't really have arguments. It's like yeah. you try to find a win-win yeah. situation. So like, hey, you know, you don't celebrate Christmas. Hey, I'll celebrate Christmas with my kids, and we can come back and, and yeah. celebrate something something else with you. Uh-huh. So you know, you got to be flexible when you're in in a, in a relationship with somebody that has maybe a different belief than you had. Yeah, I asked that question because I was dating this Muslim girl. And I, I, took, I don't like the way you get it. <laughs> I knew it was wild. I, I, I took her uh, daughter out. She was at work, and she was like, yo, watch my daughter for today. Right. And I fed her gummy worms, and it had gelatin in it, which has pork in it. And we uh, ended up not dating anymore. Oh, like, okay. we broke up over gummy worms. <laughs> gummy worms? Really? Well, well yeah. That must not because have been. It, had, that, it, the, it, has pork it does in have it. pork in it. Yeah. 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 So you fed her daughter. You don't know, yeah, I, I fucked her daughter whole religion out. <laughs> <laughs> over gummy worms. When I'm over here taking care of her, like, making her happy and just yeah. like, yeah, little girl. <laughs> she liked the gummy worms. It was, the gummy, <laughs> it was the gummy worms for yeah, her. Yeah, I think so. But it, I think it was more so the conversation afterwards when I was kept saying, bitch, gummy worms? <laughs> I wasn't well, saying yeah, that, that right. That, I yeah, saying I don't right. think you were. Yeah, I said it's been more understanding of gummy worms, I guess. Yeah. I don't need to have a follow-up to this. <laughs> like, what? Um, so you could salvage a relationship if you had used the name. Uh, Instead <laughs> of saying, bitch, gummy worms. Yeah, if I had gave her a vegetable or fruit, then I would still be with her. Maybe. <laughs> Something like that. Well, but that's how strong people are about religion, you know. Like that's yeah. what I was asking. When like that was a great question that you had asked me about relationships and religion. Because right. when you talk about long term, you're talking about like vacation trips, like what y'all eat that day. Uh, you feel me? Holidays, mm-hmm. uh, being around your family, like that thing could actually break a lot. Because people, one thing they believe in, like their religion, they don't play with. Like I'm open to learning um, other people's religion, but I'm sorry if you don't celebrate certain things you won't understand how where I come from and how like family is a big thing for holidays for me so for you not to celebrate it are you going to be just want to be in the house what are you going to do are you we still going to do it as Uh a family so it is something that um I'm I have a stand on that like no I just want to date inside my way and I need you to believe in something though I don't want to date no atheist I'm sorry because 
I pray my way through a lot of things. Hello, thank and you. And I don't need that negative energy around me because I feel like a lot of atheists just have negative energy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel the same way though. It's like they look at it negative before they look at it positive. Majority, I can't say it about everybody because they'll be retarded to sit here and judge the world just because they're, they're atheists. That's the word retarded for me. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I'm, I'm telling this is exactly how I feel. I'm, Express yourself, man. I'm not, I, don't, I don't like to sugarcoat things. And I understand no, we I all don't know the end result. So to judge other people is retarded to me. Like, you can't judge nobody. Yeah. You can't. Like, how can you tell somebody what they're doing is right or wrong when you haven't even reached your maximum self either? Okay, like, maximum like, self? Yeah. <laughs> don't you want to be like the chakra thing y'all keep posting on Facebook? Who is y'all? First of all, I don't know about all the chakras, okay? I'm still learning about that, but I do believe in spirituality and praying to God and being balanced and those type of things. And I do burn my sage and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I meditate and stuff. I'm more spiritual than I am religious, so. Yeah, me too, though. I'm I'm more of a spirituality. I definitely have that down south. My, My family is from the country. And we realize I have this family praying thing that we love, and it's always been in my heart. But the older I get and the more the world changes, it gets more over to spirituality than it does white Jesus. First of all, Jesus wasn't white, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting ready to go down that rabbit fun. hole. Ooh, for a whole nother day. We can bring your uncle on. Oh, absolutely not. He would just take over everything. Um, <laughs> oh, so what is he real into it? Um, my oh, yeah. uncle is like one of them new, uh, what you call them, Israelites, and he's done his own research, oh. and that is way down the rabbit hole for me. <laughs> It is not enough time in a day to even, mm-mm. nope, no thank you. Oh, I'm sure he'd be glad to come on, though. I'm sure yeah. he would, and he does not have an invite. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still love you, Unc, but um, mm-mm. Nope, we're not doing that on here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were talking about how uh, a lot of people in our generation, when it comes to forgiveness, um, a lot of people, once they hit a hard spot, they just give up. And walk away and it, a lot of relationships have ended in divorce so can I ask you how did you deal with conflict and forgiveness 22 years is a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and obviously I, you know we ended in divorce so there must have been some issues that yeah, we could I don't keep them other comments to myself but, <laughs> um, it, it does take a lot of time it takes a lot of patience you know I, uh, one of the things that I learned is you understand understand first and then seek to be understood so if you're in a relationship with somebody you need to understand where they're coming from and that you know both people can't always be trying to make their point you need to step back try to understand where they're coming from trying to understand why they're why they're making that comment or saying what they have to say before you respond and that's that's difficult it's easier said than done because your tendency is going to be to react and I always Mm -hmm. tell people you know you need to when you're in a relationship you need to act first and then you react because if you're always reacting, you know what's going to happen. You're going to have two people that are going to be fighting constantly. Yeah, I don't even like trying to resolve conflict while I'm still in anger. Because there's going to be a lot of things that are said that I can't take back. So it's like, just give me a minute. Let me calm down get my words and my thoughts together. But some people get very, like, it make, takes them to another level. I'm like, you can't have patience. Like, you really don't want to see me mad. Like, I need you to relax and give me a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm raising my hand, y'all. So, um, so, do you have rules? You know, what are your rules when you come into a disagreement? So, what, what rules do you have so that you can fight fairly? 
it's all right. You're going to have conflict in relationships. Mm -hmm. But how you resolve that conflict means that you got there ought to be a set of rules in place where, hey, hey, we're going to take a 10-minute break maybe, and then we're going to come back and try to address this issue. You'll go first. You list your three things. I list my three things. Do y'all have rules in your relationships? I'm asking because I want to know. Yeah, uh, it's hard because when you say fight fairly, mm -hmm. the other person on the other side doesn't always feel like they want to be fair. They want to get their point across. Right. So if you have two people fighting fairly, you wouldn't probably be in this argument in the first place. <laughs> you feel me? Like, That's a good so point. So it's always somebody that got to bite a bullet. And one of my rules, if I can't think, because it's hard to just go through the list. I wasn't prepared for that question at all. But <laughs> if I go to the back of my head, one of the rules is if when you're talking to women, you know you have to bite some type of bullet. Amen. And I, I, I have to do that part. But what I end up doing is finding all the holes in what you said just to, like some people really listening and some people waiting to react. Mm -hmm. Right. And right. what I find Absolutely. myself doing when I'm mad is waiting to react. I'm, I'm giving you the whole uh, educated, I'm listening face. But, but you got to listen with comprehension up. though. Yeah, I know. Well, listen to comprehend. Yeah, I am. But it's like when you get you looking for loopholes. I am. I mean, I'm, being, I'm being upfront about it too because it's like when you get an energy that's being sent at you, it doesn't seem like they want to be your partner. It seems like they want to shun you or talk down upon you. And when somebody's yelling at you and you being a grown person that does all this for yourself, you won't let nobody talk to you a certain way, no matter if it's a relationship or not. It's just certain things that like strike this nerve. Now, if I have somebody that's understand that's really mad about something and I really did something wrong, then I will you'll catch that energy and be like, damn, I fucked up and your back hunch over a little bit more. When they doing that strong talk, you you standing up and you're like, Hold on, who you talking to? Like when it's a when it's a group effort, I feel like it's ten times easier to move forward. But when it's who win this game, yeah. It becomes a uh, right. fight. Right, right. In my head. I'm a processor, so we can have a convers like you can be whatever, and I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, but I have to sit and I run through stuff, and so then me doing it right now. You're so right now. <laughs> no, I'm processing <laughs> what you said. See what okay, going on? See, I'm a processor, so I will process things and then I'll come back to it. That's why when I'm upset, I don't like to talk. Give me a minute to. Calm mm -hmm. down, get That's myself back. Mm -hmm. Let me process what we just went through, and then I'm gonna come back at you, okay? And then if I gotta pull receipts and everything, then I'm gonna do that. Like I'm that type of person. And that's another thing. When you got receipts, you've been waiting for something to happen in the past. <laughs> <laughs> that don't mean you waiting for something to happen and just because like, you got receipts. The <laughs> Pull out your whole list. You that don't mean you waiting on anything to happen, but July you just be like, note it, okay? Yeah, I'm one of them people, like, first of all, I don't even like to argue. So if you're speaking above uh, a, a normal level, I'm automatically not listening. So I'm like, mm-hmm, are you done? You done? Like, I'm that person. I'm going to keep egging you until you shut up. Yeah, you have to walk away. Somebody's voice, when it goes to a certain mm -hmm. peak, it, it passes that, that, talking to you. It doesn't help, on, though. Like, on it's you like you're talking at me, like, and I'm yeah. not a child. We're, we're equal, so I don't like when people, that's why I always tell people, just give me a minute. It's not, we're going to talk about it today, but just give me a minute to calm down. I don't like to drag things out over a couple of days. And that was like a big issue with me in my last relationship. Like my dad will tell you in that last relationship, I think I call him like all the time. We had a lot of talks. He did help me see things from a different perspective. Um, a couple of times I probably should have called him before I went off, but, <laughs> but he definitely helped me see things from a different point of view and 
to be more patient and understand them. Um, I can forgive somebody as long as they have the actions to go with it. Because just saying I'm sorry and there's no change behavior, that don't mean nothing to me. That's manipulation. If you can keep saying I'm sorry for and doing the same thing over and over again, like, there's no mm-hmm. point um, of dealing with it. But, like, it, with forgiveness, I can forgive you. And it just depends on, like, if, if we're in a relationship and I truly want this relationship to work, I'm going to forgive you. And I'm not the type of person that's going to keep throwing stuff up in your face because mm-hmm. I don't like that either. Like, if we're moving past this, we're moving past this, this is going in the past, and we're going to keep it moving. But even forgiveness overall, even with, like, friends, family and stuff, I can forgive you, but that doesn't mean that you still have access to me. And right. that's what I have actually been going through over the past couple of weeks, like people coming back and it's like, I forgave you for what you've done. First, I had to forgive myself for allowing mm-hmm. those things to happen. And then <laughs> I had to forgive you. And yes, I forgive myself. I forgive you, but excess is denied. Like, and know, I think um, I'm good. Thank forgiveness you. is a hard thing to do with yourself. It is. It's hard to do with yourself than forgiving somebody else. Um, that was something that I really had to go on a whole journey on because... Shout out to my therapist. Um, I had so much built-up anger, and I didn't understand and how things correlated until I actually did, like, a self-reflection. And once you forgive yourself, you really not worry about what the other person did. Like, I forgave you. I just can't have you in my space no more. Like, you over there, I'm over here, ain't no beef, but yeah... You're just not allowed in my space no more. Um, in regards to parents giving their children dating advice, um, I really didn't get dating advice prior to dating. It was more so of I had questions within my relationship. But um, what is the advice that you... I know you probably gave my sister some advice because she's the wild child. So... Um, what what advice did you give her? And was it different because there's definitely a difference of advice between daughters and sons? Definitely. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, girl dad. <laughs> I am a girl dad. Um, I, I, I think the advice between, like, you and your sisters is different because each one of you is different. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of try to curtail the advice um towards you you know i have certain rules when it comes to dating my daughters so you know my first rule is you're going to treat treat my daughter with respect and the second rule is you're not going to lay hands on my daughter or i will kill you and those are two two rules that have not changed. yeah he says that but see i was always the person that if somebody put their hands on me just have my belt money because yeah i'm just calling my uncle he the police i ain't got time my dad don't have to worry about getting the phone call. The only phone call he's gonna get is this is a this is a collect call. This is a collect call from Prince George's Correctional Facility. Question though, because you, I'm actually a young girl dad. You feel me? And I was waiting to hear everything else you had to say about the whole dating, because it definitely don't disrespect, don't touch. You feel me? Right. You know, they can do the other touch, but they can't do that touch, you feel me? <laughs> exactly. So it already fucks my head up already. <laughs> but uh, as in, like, what do you, is there a criteria? I feel like once they bring them around you, they already did the checklist that you know that they was, you feel me, that you instilled in them already. They're not going to bring them around you right, until right. they go through that checklist right. that you instilled in them. What I try not to do is, is judge who they bring around. So mm. it's got to be 
I'm sorry. You've gotten better in the last ten years. I'm sorry. I just had to. You mean to get a word out? You're no, you don't understand. It was the for me. You don't understand because um, what you say in regards to bringing somebody around, like, he doesn't understand that I want to wait till I'm at a certain level before I bring someone oh, around. Oh, we did talk about this because yeah. my parents are like that too. Like, But shit. I could say, hey, I'm just going out with a friend. He'd be like, oh, so what am I going to meet him? I'm like, I said friend. <laughs> Well, if he's in your life, I don't care if he's a friend or yeah. boyfriend or something. I, I need to We see don't him. want y'all meeting everybody that we come across. So don't tell us about him. <laughs> I like that. But I if like you that. ask. <laughs> if my dad asks me what I'm doing today, I'm telling him, hey, I'm going out. And he's going to say, with who? A friend. Yeah. So you ain't well, got to meet him. just a friend. You're, you're, I mean, if he's just a friend, I, I should be able to meet him. Oh, so, okay. Transparent no, moment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, know I was about to, to say, you don't want to be an old friend. Can I meet your friend? you trying to go on this. Can I meet your friend? Sure. When the time comes, you can. Well, shoot. We've been waiting <laughs> almost nine years now. You've been. <clears throat> All right. Next question. <laughs> no, next question. we don't want to go to the next question. Next question. But no, would it, because. So. The device, uh, my advice does differ between you and your sister sometimes. No, one, but more than me and my got, sister, we're going to talk about my you, brother too. Cause. Be, well, each one of you is in a different place in your life. So my advice has to be a little bit different. You're, you're older now. You know, you have more, you know, you've dated, you know, several times. So you have more experience. You have more life experience. So my advice is a little more like just listening, just kind of being there to support you. Now, maybe with your sister who's 10 years younger, I have to be a little more involved and say, hey, you know, you need to set certain boundaries. Uh, you know, you, you shouldn't let this guy do this or do that in your life. You already know that, but your sister or your brother may not know that. And I think boundaries, like like you said, are healthy. You know, you need, sometimes you need to, you can forgive somebody, but hey, I don't want to let that person back in my life. So yeah. boundaries are good. Yeah, so um, one of the biggest issues that I have with introducing someone to my dad is I felt like he asked two questions. It was more than two. Two. I don't feel like you should grill people Wait. when you're just meeting. That's the whole point of Wait. the day. What are you talking about? No. Why can't it be a casual it's conversation? It is a ca- casual ca- conversation. No, it comes off very like. What? Do you got a job? How much do you have kids? But see, you also want to ask my friends, and I feel like if that's just my friend, I ain't got to disclose that personal business with you. I can ask. <laughs> they, they don't have to answer the question. Okay, I'm going to tell people that, hey, if my dad's your you do not have to answer, but I'm not helping you. All right, so <laughs> peep this out right quick. It's a natural. This is a natural thing when it comes to, like, because we still got animalistic ways, even though we act like we civilized, right? Not that so, animalistic. No, we do. We do. We caveman, even though we put clothes in the roof of our <laughs> Peep me out. People, people, what I'm saying? So when a man is with uh, your daughter, which is a woman, you want to make sure he's strong. You want to make sure he's on point. So when I grill him and he bitches up, nope, they ain't the one. I got to try him out real quick because he gonna—he is now your protector. I'm no longer your protector. I get that, but on the first time, though? Every goddamn time <laughs> until, until me and this nigga get a good joke or a good fun time outside, shoot pool. But, okay. Until we get to experience so as together, you, as this you nigga said is going to get tested. So I'm gonna ask this question: If you had a son and your son brings a female, are you gonna treat them that same way? I, I won't say nothing. I give him a pair of condoms and I go do your thing. How no, that's different? not fair. It's not. That's the because, mom's job, right? No, but I, I want you. So I've met, I've met uh, someone who I was dating parents, and I, don't know, I am thankful girl, so. that they never tried to grill me the way that I've seen you. 
My fam, the males in my family grill people. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We don't grill anybody. Uh, uh. I'm just. Why are boys hurt? different though? Why is it different? I want you to come to the mic so you can answer this question. It's three to two now. It's three to two now. That man doing math and all that. Okay. Should I introduce myself? Yes, you can. All right. How y'all doing? I, um, I'm Doug. I call myself Mr. Perspective. Uh, I have a show oh, on NLG Radio. The name. Yes, it's called Conversations with Comedians. Um, but this ain't a funny matter. Uh, <laughs> first, okay, women need to stop playing. Like there is not a palpable difference between men raising a boy and raising a girl. No, I'm not saying there's no difference. I said, why do y'all treat? When it comes because to of dating. the difference. But what, what, why when it comes to dating is different? Easy, because, okay, the woman is the one who chooses the man. It is not the other way around. Any man who thinks he chooses a woman is a liar. Because if a woman, if a dude choose, chose a woman, regular women would not stand a chance. We would choose the women we see on TV. So y'all choose us. So our job to be the way that we are with y'all is to ensure that y'all make the right choice. Mm-hmm. With boys, the only boys learn more kinetically or through action. Like if you notice, with guys, the reason why a father is so necessary with a boy is because they learn ocularly. They learn by looking. They learn like boys just roll with their fathers and they they emulate what it is they see. Women, y'all are more auditory, which is the reason why y'all fawn over guys who know what to say to you. So if you say the right thing to a woman, you're more than likely get access that your character or like people say, your talent takes you places that your character doesn't sustain you. Mm. That's the reason why you find a lot of females who fall for the words, they fall for the panache, they fall for the flash. And then once all of that is died down, they find themselves messed up in the game with a couple of kids by a dude who if they paid attention... His actions never lined up with his words to begin with. Message. Ooh, he okay. so well, you tr- got people agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, because okay. the because the, tru- because the truth because the truth of the matter is, and I'm very I'm very very serious about this when it comes to especially black men and black women, because I'm tired of this stereotype that black women are so mean, mm. but I'm also tired of this stereotype that there ain't black men out there who love y'all. The truth of the matter is, we miss each other because we give y'all what we think y'all want Mm. and y'all really don't know what y'all want and y'all fall for what y'all think y'all want and then what y'all need is right there in your face and you overlook him for what you think you want. Mm. I can agree with most of that. Go ahead. For me being a a person who I'm very open and honest from day one about what I want, I'm not saying that I expect somebody to do certain things, but don't put on this whole persona of this is who you are. But see, that's the reason why your dad is so necessary, because this is the weird thing that gets me about women. And please forgive me for being on my soapbox, but this is the weird thing that gets me about women. When men want to learn about women, we go to women. When women want to learn about men, they go to women. Lies, I go to my daddy and my uncle. You know, oh, just because you're the exception doesn't mean you're the rule. Yeah. It's always the rule. I, I, I go why, to other then, guys. then explain this to me. Then explain this to me. Why is it that so many women watch The View, The Talk, and all of these other things when women chime in about men, but they hate Kevin Samuels when he's telling you what men want? 
I don't even know who's on the view. <laughs> well, I only watch the view for Whoopi. Uh, but but they sit up there and they had y'all know what I'm saying. There are platforms mm-hmm. with women all over that will sit up here and educate well, women Kevin on men. Samuels, I don't like his delivery. See, that's the problem. And I no no. What I don't like is. If a woman thinks she's a ten, why she can't think she a ten? Because, why? Why? Because, okay. Why? Do, why is always well, you're not a supermodel? And this is this not, is the that's reason. That's what I don't and like. This is the I, reason why it feels why. like you're downplaying her self-esteem. But you just solidify what it is I said. You're more focused on how he's saying it instead of what he's okay, saying. Okay, so what about Derek Jackson? Don't Hell no no no, no don't slide that little up don't do that. He does not represent not nan one of us. He don't represent not nan one of us. No, I do no one no one co-signed him. Y'all co-signed him. I never did. Women co-signed. See See, he, he was in the car all the time. You see, so you, 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 you see, you see that little slip uppercut. You see how she give me that little pernell uppercut. You see that. So what about Derrick Jackson? No, let's just, because the truth of the matter is what the reason. The reason. Thank you. He didn't do it. His son did it. The reason why. The reason why a lot of black women. A reason why a lot of black women fall into that trap is because. All right, I'm a. Can we can we curse on him? All right, America is run. By bitches and bitch ass males. And if you get offended by what I say, then you fall into one of those categories. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is the reason why I don't say women and men is because you have a lot of these bitches out here who demand certain things that they don't even require, that they don't even need. And then you have bitch ass males out here who either A, make real men look bad because they play y'all, or they're individuals who aren't bold enough to say, nah, shorty, you wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, right, You're, you, right. This is not right. right. Don't sit up here and have an attitude or have a sense of entitlement about something that you don't even meet. A lot of the women out here have standards that they don't even meet. Facts. Mm-hmm. You That's cannot true. require a man to have a six-figure salary and you have a two-figure salary. You too can't. Rough. You we never really talked about that. Yeah, but no, we that have talked about that. We have, we have talked about yes. that. Yes. It ain't no damn two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it but, but it's the truth. But it's the truth, though. It's the truth. The one thing that th- there's a there's a there's a a hypocritical dichotomy that goes on in the world. Ooh, it's the dichotomy. And, and for a di- me. dichotomy means that there are two opposites, meaning that it's sunny outside but it's still cold. And what a lot of women will do is. Women will sit up here and have this outlook on themselves, which they should. But if a man were to have that outlook on himself, he's wrong. If a man was six feet tall and six feet horizontally, you would look at him and say he's fat and out of weight, over, out, of, out of shape and overweight and needs to get in the gym. However, when you have somebody like a Lizzo, she will profit off of her overweight. Listen. As a part of the BBW community, I am sick of Lizzo in her ass. Hello. I'm yeah. you, she does not love herself. You are pretty but she, you're the exception, honey. Because I'm I'm over it. Like That's what I'm saying. You're the exception. But if a man were to come and say, Yo, Shorty, you out of weight, you over you uh you overweight and out of shape, we would be bashing you because you should love us for who we are. Chris Rock said it perfectly. Women, children, and dogs are the only people that get loved unconditionally. Men are loved under the condition you provide something. And I believe that statement when he said that. And that's why I said 
the one thing I don't like in society right now is that it's a men versus women thing. Thank you. And I want everybody to be able to listen from each side. Because they're so both good grow. points. But yeah. Both women bring up good points and men bring up good points. But the reason why I use that analogy is because there are a lot of, and forgive me, but like I said, if this offends you, you fall into one of these categories. There are a lot of bitches out there making it bad for y'all. And then there are a lot of bitch ass ma males out there who are representing us. And what happens is they're they the represent me, bro. But no, no. When I say re think about it, a representative doesn't mean that you directly like. How many nah, people? It's people that pay attention to the wrong shit. That's not my fault. No, so no. They're not representing me. No, when they're I say representing what the world is doing right now. But when I say representative, I'll put it in a political standpoint. You may not have voted for Joe Biden, but he represents you. Whether you want to believe he's the president of the United States, if you live in America, Joe Biden represents you to the world. That's just the way that it is. He, I don't live in that world. Like, you live here in America? Let me tell you like this, on 100%, I don't live in that world. People, what they do around me, their energy bounces off. That has nothing to do with me. Just because you think, because if you want to be broad-minded and say, oh, y'all president is that and you're that, that's stupid. No, no, I'm not. Yourself. No, that's no, not you're, what you're, he's that's not what I'm saying. No, no, you're twisting what I'm saying. No, you're talking. Yeah, you're talking from an individualistic standpoint. Yeah. I, I agree with you. However, the individual. That's, that's the only standpoint I can talk from. And, and I get that. But when you're talking about, you're talking about on a microcosm. I'm talking about from a macrocosm perspective. Because if the if if America looked at us as individuals, racism wouldn't exist. If America looked at us as individuals socialism and classism wouldn't exist that's the point that i'm making though because you're already looking at what america talking about instead of the people in front of you this is we in america but this ain't we don't we're not america we're in it this is a melting but it still affects us it still affects you it, it affects you when you're not an entrepreneur like i gotta bounce around a bunch of different shit because of what america does but i does not i do not uh my my idolatry is not on none of that shit. i idolize the spirits i idolize when I wake up, my goal was to idolize the positivity. I and, don't and, I, and I don't know your mindset. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shaming. Your mindset is great. But what I'm saying is, even if you were to portray that, which is what you do, from a macrocosm level, you're still a black man in a white America. And they yeah. will treat you as such because of how they have already viewed us from that level. The same reason why you get the stereotypes with black women. They're so mouthy. They're so attitudinal. Because from a macrocosm perspective, you have people from the forefront who are the who are the, the epitome of what it is that they say. Where you have the reality TV stars. You have all these Instagram and models and things like that. that. You're able to keep them outside But that's circle, you correct? individually. It, it, we're talking about holistically whole, holistic and how we're viewed. If you want to change it holistically, you have to be an individual and not pay attention. But we don't have enough role. people wanting to be individual. That's that's the reason why. That's the reason why. Every, that's the reason why every time she says something, I acknowledge her and honor her as an exception. But she's not the rule. Yeah. You women are exceptions. Yeah. But if there were more exceptions, then it would be the rule. And the only mm -hmm. way to build the exceptions yeah. is not to worry about the rule. You have to because you, you got to be accepted to too. Don't you change it each time? It, you, have, you know, so you know, meritocracy. Men what? Meritocracy. Nah. Meritocracy is basically whoever's the like. It's not about, you know how we hand down a lot of uh, royalty, like the person with a new job is the one that has the family blood or the one that... Oh, you mean lineage second. stuff. Yeah, yeah. but, but meritocracy more so with jobs. Okay. It's like more so who's in position to do something. 
You feel me? And with meritocracy, it's like if you're good for it, you do it. Doesn't matter race, doesn't matter size, doesn't matter age, doesn't matter gender. Okay. None of that other shit. You feel me? And if we start looking at things in that manner, like real life, like if you come in here, like real, and you're saying some real shit, and we're supposed to shut up and listen, and just that message will be spread to everybody. You yeah. feel me? But you're speaking idealistically. No, not really idealistically, because I'm talking about like this is something that actually works. Like it's, it's it's been proven to work over history. You feel me? Okay. Like I can show you a bunch. I'm like I'm not real good with the whole naming of no, 75 BC and all that. <laughs> shit. But, but yeah. I, but I'm telling you, like I can show you some stuff if we get some time to. Yeah, I would look love over to. It. But that's the, but that's that's the reason why the the reason why men and women are revered differently and reared differently is because we have different roles. The reason why a lot of people find issue with that is because roles have been lost and now everything mm -hmm. is all meshed together. Like, do I believe women can do what men do? Absolutely. Do I believe they should? Absolutely not. So that's the that's reason. That's case why. sensitive. That's meritocracy. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's the reason why. In that's some the relationships, why, yeah. the breadwinner should run the house. Some relationships, the breadwinner should listen to the woman. It or the breadwinner should listen I to the man. I think you should do what works for your household. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's Absolutely. meritocracy. That's what I'm saying. Whoever is the best one to do it should do it. You feel me? It's not no cut, cookie cutter. Because what we're saying is America's saying we like this and cookie cutter. But America cookie is cutting. saying we're like that, though. But why are we following something that doesn't work? That doesn't mean we're following it, but the perception and how it's perceived. Following At the end of the day, for four years, Trump represented us. At the end of the day. Did, did I vote for Trump? No. But that is who... He represented you? Because that's who they saw as an American. That was that was what the world saw. He represented us on a, on, from country well, to country. Stage. Yeah, on a global stage. Now, no, he, he don't president. represent. Right, but you live here. So that's who people see. <laughs> I walked around a lot. Anybody call me Trump at all, bro? <laughs> Nobody oh, called me Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Said, I mean. I'm dead in the water, still floating. <laughs> 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 dead in the water, still floating. <laughs> No, but I mean, you make good points, but I mean, not to deter or take away, but, but that I, I think I really and truly believe that there are certain things that we need to get back to your the, the, the same way he said fathers need to grill these dudes because we're trusting you with our most prized asset. That's the reason why women have an inherent value from the day they're born and men are taught their value as they go along because mm -hmm. you're the protector. You're the provider for somebody else's treasure. You need to make sure that you are a man and can take care of that. And it's my job to show you that. But you, as my daughter, are my treasure. I am to make sure that whoever I hand this, but you don't hand the baton off to somebody in a relay who's slower than you. Mm -hmm. They do. The slowest person always starts the relay and the fastest person always ends it usually. Mm -hmm. So his job as a father is as he slows down with age and attrition is to make sure when I hand this baton off, mm -hmm. this dude right here is going to take it all. And I never way. said that he was wrong for doing that. I think it's just the tone and delivering has always been. <laughs> Y'all so, be on some stuff, man. It is not the tone and delivery. Men I don't know. know. I'm the only girl. For me, it so is the tone and delivery. Men need to speak. This, this, this whole, you can't customize this that. whole soft society is no, killing it's not, me. I don't. Kevin Samuels. I just do what I No, saying. you. I okay. don't like it. Right, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it right here. Tell me what he said that was wrong. 
I don't. I feel like when he when a uh-uh, if a don't female, give me feel. Tell me what Kevin Samuels has said. Telling me that I that I can't be a ten because that's he didn't how say I you live. can't be a ten. That's what he told the girl. No, 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 no. no. What he said he said was, she wasn't a ten. No, what he said was we're going according to standards because the truth of the matter is if you're first and foremost no woman is a ten. That means you're perfect. Number two, nobody is a ten. Number two, if you are a ten, then why is it so hard for you to find a man? Oh, no. oh, thank you. So it's like somebody sitting up here saying, You sip tea on that? I just thought you sip tea. <laughs> yeah, because, didn't respond. because she couldn't respond. Like I said, tell me what Kevin Samuels has said is wrong. He never once said the woman was ugly. What he's saying is, Shorty, you need to have a more sober outlook on he who that you girl are. She was a three or something. No. Dang. Kevin Samuels is ruthless, though. Kevin Samuels, like, give me a scale of one to ten, and you can't use two, four, six, or eight, three, five, seven, or nine, and you bet not say ten. You're like, damn, Kevin. But but it's the right, truth, right. though. It, come on now. Now the truth is, whatever you know you are when you look in the mirror, it's the confidence. That's you building yourself up. I'm gonna fuck with the world scale is because over the years it didn't changed up from a skinny ass white woman to a real plump Chinese bitch to a fucking fat ass African. Like the fucking whoever's in power, whoever's in power, whatever their girlfriend. I'm telling you right now, man, this man is the most rawest individual I have ever <laughs> met with my and life. No, I know I'm with you. I love his rawness. Like yeah. this man, I'm telling you right, he the type of dude right there where if he'll say like, "Hey man, I want your opinion on something," he'll look at you and be like, "Now." Do you really want it? <laughs> Whenever you got a homeboy that give you that preparatory question right there, you better back up and think about it. Hey man, let me get my. How do I look in this? Over the over the years with history, right? And I've been I was looking at it to say it a little cleaner. Each emperor or each king, their wife was the base of what beauty was. Right. Like when uh, yeah, them when the, when the, when the, uh, what's that Chang Dynasty? Some dynasty. The Ming whatever. Dynasty. Ming Dynasty. They had that. He had this heavy set wife, and everybody wanted to be fat. And that was a 10. Mm-hmm. And then everybody started doing the course chess with Euro- the European shit. And everybody wanted their small waist. And then, On the um, Chinese women were doing that with their feet. Then, yeah, they were breaking their feet and wrapping them up. Mm-hmm. Then Mansa Musa came out and all his bitches had fat asses. <laughs> and everybody wanted <laughs> fat asses. Like, it's like whoever the emperor is, whatever girl he chooses, right. is the, the rule brick of beauty. I love this dude. Right. I love this dude. Right. Then Mansa Musa came out and these bitches had fat asses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because when Drake said he liked his girl BBW, then they like they BBW, but like, like they ain't like the SBBW. Right. But see, this is my thing with that, man. And, and this, is the, re- sheep, this is the reason this is the reason this is the reason this is the reason why I I I hold black women to such a high standard. And and I to to a certain degree subscribe to the Shout Kevin out clear to the to the Kevin Samuels way of thinking. It's because y'all don't understand how influential y'all really are. Like, do you understand, and this is no disrespect to anybody, because everybody will will find their own uh, ethnicity beautiful. But do you understand when it comes, and I'm not against interracial dating. If you, whoever you love is who you love. Oh, but do you, but, I, I but do, no, no, I'm, I'm not, because I'm being oh, real. No, I got a question when you because, because when it comes to white women, you only get a blonde, a brunette, or redhead. When it comes to Asian women, they're all the same until you, you go from China to Tibet or something. Black women are the only woman that can cover every spectrum of color. Y'all are the only, do you understand? Do you understand that? I'm a blue and purple head. Do you understand (laughs) that all the things that these women are paying thousands of dollars to get now, when 20 years ago, when 20 years ago, they were shaming y'all. Y'all were big lip monkeys that were overweight. 
Now you can't go to a gym without seeing a chick doing squats, trying to get what y'all already coming to the world with. Or they shifting fat from their head to their ass. From their head to their ass. <laughs> but, but it's the truth. And the, and the reason why I hold... But the reason why I hold black women to such a, sta a high standard is because do y'all understand y'all are the influencers for everything that's going on? Why not be positive? But the only thing that y'all don't run is families. One out of every four black women are, 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 are get married. And then out of that one, 70% of y'all get divorced. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why is it that they're picking up everything from y'all, but we aren't, look, because I say this all the time, black people are the only people that don't learn from their oppressor. You have to learn from your captor to figure out how they got you captive. And to a certain degree, we don't do that. Everybody, even if you look at the Jewish people, they started running their stuff the same way the Egyptians did. That's why, why do you think in Nick the Bible? Why do you think? Off. Why do you think it, in Egypt <laughs> they had an upper kingdom and a lower kingdom? What did they have in Israel? Israel and Judah, upper kingdom, lower kingdom. Why do you think they wanted a monarch? Because that's all they saw in Egypt with pharaohs. So we wanted a king too. So it's like we, you got to learn from your captor and us as black people, we don't. We need to figure out why they have higher clips if, of if, marriages if, than if we do. If you're on the podium right now, yeah. if you're on the podium and there's a million people in the goddamn stands, uh -huh. and they got, I got a question for you, Go ahead. and you got to answer it. Yeah. How do we start? Easy. The first thing we need to do is we need to stop looking for excuses. Mm -hmm. Because the one thing I'm sick and tired of hearing, I'm tired of hearing about a Willie Lynch letter. I'm tired of hearing about social injustice. I'm tired of hearing about all the stuff we've been dealing with since we set foot on this continent. Action-wise. Action-wise? No, that is an action. No, it's not. What, it's, it's mentally. Well, but, 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 that, but everything you do is an action. Mentally saying to myself... I don't care about but, all those rip -wash, rip -wash, No, because, you because, because you have to understand. Action-wise. No, but you have to... I'm, I'm the question. No, I, I, I'm the and, uh, no I'm and, I'm about, and I'm about to explain. Okay. The reason why everything starts mentally is because if I give you a million dollars and I do not teach you how to handle that million dollars, you're going to be broke again. Yeah. 30 for 30 going broke. And that is the problem with us. Why mm -hmm. do Look at every facet of every part of this world. When you look, why, why is it that the majority of the athletes who come into the NFL are black and the majority that end up broke are I black? Yep. You make more than enough money. You make more than enough money not to be broke. Look, I, I say the same thing when it comes to, look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates is worth $35 billion. And that fool wears that same crew neck sweater with that Brooks Brothers shirt and them America's best glasses at every damn conference he has. The first time a black man comes in any type of money, what we got to do? There you go. Got Mark Zuckerberg driving a Prius. A hey, Prius. Hey, 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 what you call it? Hey, uh, what, Mark Zuckerberg drives a Prius. A Listen Prius. at that. Jeff Bezos worth one hundred eighty-five point five billion. Warren Buffett is worth eighty. Warren why. Buffett is worth eighty billion dollars, and do you know he drives a two thousand four Cadillac Deville? That's right. But as soon as a rapper so, uh, gets Mr. A, President, Mr. President, yes. uh, what is the first thing? <laughs> I'm telling you. Action-wise that we I, do. I am telling you, until the mind... We need it in layman terms. Now, you know, okay. these people only know think, 10 words. Like, we, we talked about this before. It's certain things that they don't offer in schools to us to help break uh, society when it comes to finances and economic decisions. It's a lot of things that we aren't taught until we get to a certain age and now we're learning from mistakes. 
Absolutely. And that that all comes from a mindset. A lot of our that's the reason why I said it doesn't matter what we do action wise, because we got. Do you understand that the African-American race in America is the ninth richest country in the world? We put in one point one trillion dollars into this society every black year. women are the most educated women in this country. Come on, and man. we're number one in Come entrepreneurship. On, Come on, so, man. Like we've fucking up, bro. What the fuck is we doing? <laughs> what, I, I'm trying to, and I'm trying to tell you what we're doing is we're not changing our mindset. Whether you want to go spiritual or everything, in the Bible it says, "Be renewed by the transforming of your mind." You can speak in the Quran. It says, "Each day is a new dawning." The same thing in the Tao Te Ching, which is uh, the book that was written by uh, Lao Tzu. He said, "When the teach, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear." The only way a student is ready is to have a mindset to learn. When you have a mindset to learn, you will realize that every answer you have is right there for you. Mm -hmm. The problem is we've been playing the victim for so long that we're looking for individuals who have profited on our suppression and our oppression to deliver us. And that's not going to happen. People are so comfortable in having excuses. It's, Absolutely. It's a big thing that I learned. Like we talked about in regards to relationships, people dwell off getting attention from their traumas thank you it's the same thing i even say when it comes to women if you're if one out of every four of you are are getting are only getting married mm -hmm. go and ask that other 75 percent why they aren't and i guarantee you at least over i guarantee at least 75 percent of them will blame the man mm -hmm. They'll and it's blame like something that they've seen in society and it's like hold on time out you're trying to tell me you're perfect a lot of people don't want to do the work though so Go I, ahead, because you had your church finger. <laughs> so how, how do you overcome that victim mentality? I mean, if all you know is being a victim, how do you overcome that? Okay, what first the, the first thing people need to do is they need to sit down and they be... There are two things you need to learn in life. Where you are and where you want to end up. The destination will reveal... The, 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 the path will reveal itself. The problem is a lot of people don't want to see where they are because what happens is now you have to go... Why is it that, why is it that the black community... Uh, is the least amount when it comes to going to seek help. White people will go to the counselor because they don't get a pony for their fifth birthday. Black people will find out that their brother is really their cousin, their mama really their aunt, the mailman is really their daddy, and they've been molested by Ken and Barbie and will still say, Jesus is going to fix it after a while. Look, I was in a stress in a stress reduction class. This lady said she was stressed out because of her dog. Get rid of it. What are you talking <laughs> Thank about? Thank you. Get rid of it. <laughs> but, the, but that's the thing. A lot of us don't want to sit back because it's scary to examine yourself. Because there's a responsibility. The reason why they it's say. It's the accountability that yeah. people Thank you. don't I, want to Ignorance make. is bliss. The reason why ignorance is bliss is because when you know the truth. There's a responsibility that comes that's along right. with it. Mm -hmm. that's Once you, that's the reason why a lot of women don't want to know that they man cheating or want to accept it because then it's like, okay, you're cheese cheating. And if I remember correctly, you said a deal breaker was infidelity. So what you gonna do? Right. I gotta. All right. So one thing I want to say, when it comes to trying to clear your slate, because you get filled up with knowledge before you even know about thinking. Mm -hmm. Like you already getting filled up with. A bunch of different shit that's going flying past you, advertisements, 
the way your, your religion, the way people around you act, the area you're in. You think the area you're in is the rest of the world. A lot of people don't know what's outside. I was blessed to be well-traveled. You mm -hmm. feel I me? Mean? I moved around a lot, talked to a lot of different races. I lived in a bunch of different, uh, I lived in a couple different countries, a lot of different states. So I was able to see things. And one thing that I noticed is when you forgive yourself and everybody else, like you, once you realize that you don't control shit, you can start to rebuild. And that's one of the main things. That's how you get over and start finding something that like, so once you erase, you're like, what do I want to do? And you got to understand that Failure doesn't mean you failed. A lot of people think that, a lot of people shoot their first, like they think Reggie Miller shot his first jump and it always went in. They don't think about how much he was shooting in the backyard. You feel me? When you want something, you want something. You go get it, you go do it. And a lot of people don't have that oomph in them that no matter what, I'm gonna keep working. I'm but that, but working. see, but see, that starts working. with the mind. That's why you gotta yeah. clear out. Yes. Like well, I'm yeah, saying, but you like can get some help with the therapist. You do, maybe, maybe not, <laughs> because you can, I'm not saying Some people can only see from one point of view. And I feel like going to therapy, it helps you see from a different perspective. It's a customized That's saying that you have to listen and take advice. Remember, advice is given doesn't mean it has to be taken. But it's just to open your mind to see a different perspective. I went to therapy. I went to therapy with, I, I was dating this white girl. And we was dating for two years, right? And she had to go to therapy because she had some trauma in her past. And I said, I might as well go with her. So I go with her, and when I get in there, because I'm a detail-orientated person, and I walk in, I smell what kind of candles are burning, I read the books in the background while we wait in, the titles of it, we go in, we go in the room, and I talk to the lady, and I end up telling her about herself. Like, no bullshit. I end up telling her about what she had going on, and she said, hey, I want a different uh, segment with you. I'm going to do this with her by herself. Man, you need to talk by herself. If and you I, can do that, then I, you have a gift that to be you have a uh what what my mom used to call a discerning spirit mm -hmm. you have a gift to be able to read spirits on people and that is a very very sensitive gift because what happens is a lot of people will have discernment but they'll think themselves out of what it is their mm -hmm. spirit is telling you on the other hand you can discern spirits so you're the type of person where people will see you as being skeptical. It's not that you're skeptical, it's that you're gonna have to show me because I'm not gonna believe what you say. Yeah, because yes. what happens is if I believe what you say, the aftermath is gonna fall directly on me and I can't live with that. I can't live with, it's, well, why did this happen? Because I listened to them. It's halfway that I just wanted her to tell me if, if she was gonna tell the truth. If she didn't, because it was a test for her. I wanted her to tell the truth that I did because I did see all that. And if she was like, nah, I'm like, baby, this ain't your therapist. Because but that's a discerning if spirit. Yeah, if, she can't, if she can't handle the truth right there with this, then how is she going to see it and fix your trauma to your past? People got things still tied and tied to their soul who can't fix somebody else's shit. Absolutely. I mean? So I like to get But to perfect people. is enemy of the good. So if you're yeah. looking for perfection. I'm not looking, I wasn't yeah. looking for perfection. Okay. I was looking for somebody that could say I fucked up. Honest. Okay. You feel me? Just be honest. Okay. You feel me? That's okay. all it was. And, that, and, like okay. you, and like I was telling you earlier when you asked me the question, it's about that mentality. Because it takes a very strong person to say, you know what? I fucked up. I mm -hmm. messed this up. Like, I, I challenge you. No, it, Sam, but that's the only reason. Because if you are not saying you fucked up, you're wasting time. That's the only reason I say I fucked up. No, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why am I sitting here and waste your time and keep acting right. like I didn't But that's up? what I'm saying. That's well, a, But that's your... A lot of people can't yeah, do that. Yeah, that's your mindset. You have, a, you have a more mature mindset than the average person, right. which is the right. reason why I keep saying the exception... I'm trying to get to the goal. I'm but, not trying to sit here and be the one that do it. I just Whoever in this room can get us there... 
Yeah, you were, you remind me of yeah. Yeah. you remind me of what Tupac said. Tupac said, "I may not change the world, but I guarantee you I'll spark the brain that yeah. will yeah. change the world." But it always starts in the mindset, and if people, you cannot, you cannot expect different in life when you keep putting the same thing in. And the problem with us as as black Americans is that we have gotten so caught up in this rat race and we've gotten so caught up in this web of lies and deceit that we're now starting to tell ourselves. See, white America, I, I honestly believe that white America is now to the point where it's like, damn, we ain't even doing shit no more. Uh-huh. I honestly and, and, and God and it's crazy that a black man is sitting up here giving white America the the, the but it's, it should have been born twenty years ago. Yeah, why? 20 years you were born, why do you say that? Because it's the truth. I honestly, I honestly believe we're to the point now as Black Americans. Think about everything that we control, Pink. Everything we control. Everything. We control everything. everything. We control everything. The NBA. People don't go to the NBA to see no goddamn Luka Doncic. <laughs> no, I'm just being real. Don't nobody go there to see no goddamn Luka Doncic. The closest thing to a white person black people got is Steph Curry. We go to see <laughs> Steph Curry. I just got a, a recipe off the internet from one of the Gordon Ramsay, one of the best white chefs or whatever the fuck in the world. And I said, I got a lot more seasoning. Thank you. Same thing, same thing with, same thing with rap. Same thing with rap. I lo- same thing with rap, man. Eminem is a great rapper. But at the end of the day, the list is Jay-Z, Nas, Rakim, Big, and Pac. I love Eminem. You ain't on there, bro. You want to know why? Because <laughs> ain't nobody checking for somebody killing their baby mama because we as black folk know we've no, been thinking about that. that for years, <laughs> but we can't do that. Sitting in the closet. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying? Number two, uh, uh, same thing with, with, with style and, and, and all of that stuff, man. When did Tommy Hilfiger get popular? When Snoop started rocking that. You know, hey, you know when it changed the world for me, though? I ain't going to lie. It's a minute ago. When bling bling got in the dictionary, come on, somebody. <laughs> like, what we the were right. We are the niggas. Thank you. Bling bling. So my booty So bootylicious. In the dictionary? Right. They don't even have bubblelicious in the dictionary. <laughs> and that shit has been around forever. I know what bubblelicious is. I know what delicious is. I've never heard of bootylicious until Beyonce came out and started doing it. Culture vulture is the thing. The one thing about us is the the gift of gab and the way we swag out. Tongue, Come on, man! I mean? yeah. Like we just got this whole style thing. And if somebody said it, we don't. They are cold, bold face. We are so influential. I saw yeah, two absolutely. white boys calling each other nigga the other day. <laughs> I nearly crashed. I nearly crashed. He was like, yeah, my nigga. Hey, 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 Bart. Bart, nigga. Nigga, Bart. Nigga, Bart. This ain't good. No, 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 Biff. No, Biff. B- nigga, Biff. Nigga. And I was like, did I hear what I just thought I heard? Two white boys said nigga. I was like, oh, God. I mean, it's the truth. It is, though. It's just... We just have a different, and it, it, I don't know because I don't like to say things that I, don't, I can't add up mathematically or scientifically, but I know we're the first people by the feeling. You feel me? And that's why you get uh, oppressed, and that's why you get put down. Because the way of the world, the energy, like if we were on the top, we would be the crackers right now. We would be telling motherfuckers. You feel what I'm saying? We would be very. We at least, can we at least be Ritz, not saltine right. cracker? Like, nah. Ritz got some They got a little flavor. Yeah, they you know? do. Like, they like, little burnt around the We would be very mean. If, like, you got to have that. Yeah, you have us Triscuits. You got to have that come up. You got to have that come up. Because when you, when you put on top already, I'm sure we all seen a lot of spoiled breads. Like, right now, my daughter got an iPad, iPhone, asked me for $150. She only 10 
What? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, somebody trying about? to kidnap you? <laughs> 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 you know, 150 she ran around on her hoverboard talking about, can I get 150 dollars? You know how hard it was to get a dollar fifty for the ice cream, man. My oatmeal pass was twenty five cents. Yeah, you know that push up pop was the most expensive thing on that damn thing. Speaking on it, it's a big gap in between. Like my siblings, we're ten and twelve years apart, and since I was the first child, I was. I felt like you know I was. You still got it, pops. My dad, I feel like he grew with me, and so like looking back now. Uh, I think a lot of us in this age bracket, we don't understand that when our parents had us younger, they were learning. They didn't know what they were doing. It was a trial and error. Yeah, my That's oldest true. brother, we 20 years apart. And my God other, damn. My other brother, we 13 years apart. So I'm really like. You the baby baby. The baby baby. Mom it did take me a while to Mama, get to that reflection. Mama, I'm dependent on you. She's been married to my dad for 41 years. <laughs> Tell me she the truth. So you know, she looked at me and said, Papa was a rolling stone. Uh-huh. Ever he laid his own 20 years. And when he died, these niggas just showed up and left me alone. When she got out of high school, the year she graduated. And so then when she met my dad, my dad had my other brother. So my oldest brother, he passed away. When I was 13. And then my other brother, I don't really have a relationship with it. We've tried. But he feels some type of way because I grew up with our dad. So he's older than you. He's older than you. How much older? 13 years old. Well, the reason why y'all don't have a relationship is because he likes the Sugar Hill Gang, baby. And you like (laughs) No, we don't have a relationship. (laughs) His mama ain't got over my daddy. (laughs) Oh, she hasn't? No. Because sis ain't married or nothing. And she projected whatever she felt with my dad. Mm. She projected that onto him. Does that's, that sound so, familiar? And that's when him that and I had life. our conversation of trying to come back, you know, to build our relationship in our adult life. He still is dealing with stuff when I came into the world. But you were 13. I was a baby. And then yeah. even. He was still a baby, too. But you got to remember, it's a lot of jealousy when it comes to, like, situations like that. Yeah. It's a lot. But of my dad was still doing stuff for him, paying child support. <laughs> She took the child support money and bought a car, and then my cousin and then my brother wrecked it. But see, this is the and reason why I said what I say about black women and why I hold y'all to such a high standard. Y'all are the first teachers of children, and what yeah. happens is, whatever you have inside, this goes back to the mindset changing. Let's say me and you are together, all right, and we have a child, and our relationship doesn't work out. I cheated. I ain't shit. I'm whatever, and I own that. Our relationship failing has nothing to do with our child. child. But the problem is, too many mothers out there make it about that. I hate Uh You hear that in the set? You stinking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I hate your ass. And that's and, and what and what happened. This, this, this conversation right here is exactly why. Like my mom was supposed to be here today and she was not feeling well. Um my mom and dad have never been together. And I have like I always big my mom up on this. I know they had their personal issues, but my mom has never talked bad about my dad ever in front of me. And that's good because right. people need to understand well, being a father. A dude, you can tell. Being a husband and being a father. Together. Yeah, <laughs> being a husband and a father are not mutually exclusive. They're separate things. Absolutely. I could be terrible as a husband. Terrible. But a great dad. But a great father. Right. But what you're but you're gonna be that's you're gonna be mad true. at me because I wasn't good to you. So you're gonna try and make it seem that like bitterness. I'm deficient. 
to my child but and what you you're and what you're doing is you're playing right into what he's saying where you're messing this child's mental uh-huh. emotional up so he can grow up or she can grow up and that's where you get women on. out here saying well I don't need a man or you got men out here who are womanizing women or they're looking for somebody to be their mama I was about to say they're they, looking for them Ooh, yes auntie Ooh. he talking about your, your nephews it's the truth <laughs> and you looking for Absolutely. a man you looking for you, you and, and, and it's just a, it's a terrible 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 cycle and that's the reason why fathers are so necessary because fathers teach boys what type of man you're supposed to be and fathers teach girls what type of man you should look for and and when those things are taken out of the equation you have a bunch of misguided women out here who think that i'm gonna look 26 36 24 forever no you're not it's gonna be 45 55 45 eventually (laughs) and you're gonna have dudes sitting out here thinking that the, 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 the head they need to worry about is the one they zip up. And that's not the case. Because if you think you are you got that end all be all dick or like I like to call apocalyptic, it is going it is going to be over. <laughs> because she's gonna find somebody else that's gonna be able to lay it down. But when you be able to pour into her soul and you can look at her and pull some stuff out of her that she didn't even know was there, she ain't gonna be able to find that everywhere. And if mm-hmm. she does yeah. leave you, it's gonna leave a hole in her soul because you were the piece that fit in it. I agree with that, yeah. but at the same time, I, when I agree with that, I agree with it. If you be 100% you, can't nobody copy it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Authenticism is definitely a yeah. dead art nowadays. Yeah, it's just gonna be you, because what we're doing, like you said, like, the younger guys are just like, we're trying to be who they, think they want it yes. but you can't keep it up can't keep it up and 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 the problem is a lot of women out there don't know what it is they want because the truth of the matter is that's what's our yeah, job that it's that's our, our job to show that right but, we all, but we're picking you so we gotta like i appreciate all the male influence in my life like my dad my uncle my godfather like because they treated me in such a way like I have these expectations and I feel like if you feel like you can't meet those then I don't need to be bothered with What's you. some of the expectations like first of all I'm not one I'm not a materialistic type of girl I really like quality time Absolutely. like I really value spending time high five so, came out with a song you know that <laughs> quality time so I like with spending you. time with like little stuff like that um I also I guess for me, like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, All I just. Want is him to be with you. I like somebody's yeah. going to be supportive. Yeah, like, like I mean, I'm going to support you and push you and whatever you support tell Support you on what you're doing? Like, yeah, you it's gotta, the pouring and, into each other. Like, exactly. if I pour into it, you. No, it's you, the what? The pouring into oh, each other. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said something else. No, 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 no. I thought she was like, it's the pouring into each other. I was like, oh my <laughs> no. God. I thought, it's, no wonder you like quality time. It's for being able to, like, Correct me, but not like doing it in, in like a derogatory yeah, way. Condescending but kind of check me a little bit. Like nah, like check I don't you think in you... private. Not in public. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. And Sit I would, down. And I, would, I ain't gonna yeah. ask you again or and tell I would, you again. I don't need no brown. Like, and I would never check my my spouse in public. Like I would no, never do that. that. No, you don't do that. Like, we're gonna talk about it later when we get in the yeah, yeah, once you get you in the car, saying? that's how Nick know he <laughs> messed up. He just keep looking at the road. He don't turn the head on. I got a story for you. Hold on. I'm at a rap show, right? Because I try to do music. I'm at a rap show and I got my girl with me and I got a bunch of my friends. I was doing so much to make sure my friends was ready in my Oh, you neglected her. You don't even have to end the story. She probably ended you in that car. So... I make sure everybody get through in line and all that other shit. And I got my, I got the flyer like 
I'm on the flyer. This is my show. I'm the headliner and shit. So everybody get in. All my cousins get in and all this shit. Then I, she about to walk through and then do ask me for my ID. I said, fuck. My shit at home. I was like, bro, I'm on the fly. What the fuck I need my ID for? I'm doing the show tonight. I don't need my ID. She looks at me in front of everybody. You're a grown ass man. What the fuck you don't got your ID for? Whoa. Oh, no. I wouldn't have In that. front of all of these people, bro. I'd have been like, let me. I'm gonna go get you, your ID. I probably would have kept the same tone look, privately. Look, look, Listen, look. Man, I heard what you said about putting hands on a woman. I, I ain't never hit no woman before, but I would have shown up. I would have shown up. You would have shown up. One hundred shit. I'd have bitch. You must be got your mind. She'd have had shaking bitch syndrome. I swear to God. I stared at her for like when she said it. I stared at her for a second, like. Def Ike Turner. <laughs> I swear to God. I'd have beat her like. Oh, you gave like, her the Ike look back? Uh, I gave her the Ike look, but then I thought about it. You trying to help Ike? No, 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 nigga. I'm not the one that need help. So I said, hey, y'all, come on out. I told all my cousins to come back out. I was like, I'm going to do a show at my house. You feel me? Everybody came out. I gave her my car key, and I said, bring my car back tomorrow. And I hopped in the car with my cousin. Yeah, and man. Went home. She, yeah, she, she, she was not allowed to come her. with me no more. And we broke up the very next day. I never seen her since. Yo, so no far. No bullshit. So far. Like, you, real life is like that negative energy yeah, of, yeah. bro, you can pull me to the side. Like, but she tried to embarrass though. the fuck out of me. You a grown ass man. Like, man, I got a whole show. I'm about to be the one start the party up. I got paid to be here, right, all this other right. shit. And you got the nerve to talk to me like a goddamn worm. You feel me? Like, and that's a lot of things I don't like to see women do. Like I, I when yeah, I, I don't like when I either. first started the podcast, I said I don't want to down any man, especially not a black man. I, I don't want to talk negatively. I will speak off my experiences and how I dealt with people, but that's not what this podcast is for. I want to uplift people. Um, I want us to be able to have an open conversation so yeah. we can learn from each other. That was like, and that's actually one of the only. I like reasons. that pink. All my long relationships. Uh, that's exactly so how I, Pink is actually an acronym for something else. Pink is. Well, like, I ain't gonna remember all of it. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> I said pink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. In fact, relationship-wise, all my relationship that lasted more than four or five years became because of long-ass conversations and being very open, open book. Like everything you do, I just say it. Don't feel like you're in jail. Like if you feel like in jail, you shouldn't even be in that relationship. I say it straight up. I'm about if to you can't be yourself tonight. around people, whether it's friend-wise or yeah, intimate relationship, definitely. it's not going to work. I need you yeah, to be yourself at all times. I got a full right. word It's the for facial you. expressions for me. <laughs> no, I'm, no I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, um, PINK is an acronym for Positive Influences Through Networking and Knowledge. Oh, right. ah. oh okay. <laughs> I thought it was picking... Picking us, yeah. Okay, okay. I think, okay. Positive influence, the networking. No, I thought, it was, networking I thought it was picking not. intelligent niggas to be king. Picking intelligent niggas. Picking intelligent niggas to be king. I was close. Nah, it's <laughs> to keep. Yeah, yeah. I was close. Okay. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna ask you this question, Dad, because we oh. talked about this last week with the whole Kirk Franklin incident. As you being a father. <laughs> As you being a father, with this Kirk Franklin incident that went public about um, him and his son's personal conversation, his son, no, I didn't see his it. son made it go public. And yes, he did cuss his son out. And his son also was actually like verbally, I would say verbally abusive and, and rude. Uh-huh. And it's been more come out that the son has said too. <sighs> the one thing... Um, that I didn't like because after his son made their personal conversation public, mm-hmm. um, Kirk Frank decided to come and apologize to the public. 
And I don't feel like we deserved an apology because that's between you and your son. Whatever happened behind closed doors. But a lot of people gave him scrutiny because he basically cussed out his son and said he was going to put hands on him. And I feel like in the black community, why is everybody so shocked? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you ain't, <laughs> if, if you disrespect your parent, you better hope and pray that you live to see the next you, day. Look at all you did was get cussed out. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's part one of it is okay. your okay. response because we all it ties into what we talked about. We feel like people in older generations feel like when we voice how we feel, it's taken as disrespect. Well, I think the first part for Kirk Franklin is he didn't have to apologize to anybody because this is a, a thing between he and his family. Now, I understand why he did it, because he's a public yeah. figure. And, and him having his own business. This okay. between him and his son. And, you know, I don't, how old is his son? 30. 30. 30. 33. Yeah. Oh, okay. A grown-ass man. Let, let's just say, let's just say he got a 401k. No, yeah, let's say he got a 401k. I got the convo right here. If you're not here right quick. <laughs> uh, sure, you can play it. Are you can play it on the mic. Play it on the mic. Yeah. Because we ain't playing like that. The speaker down there on the phone. I swear to God, I'd have beat him like my <laughs> name. Don't I, ever disrespect me. I did it. I'd have beat him as if he was my son and he missed the step hey, on you, I want you back. You, another part. Another <laughs> part of Excuse me, Joe. <laughs> I'd have beat him like like Tito messed up a guitar chord. Yeah. I'd have beat the brakes off Not him. Not just did me? he uh, uh, disrespect him, period, but he recorded it and put it out to Ex the public. Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. another form of disrespect. Like, yeah. I, and uh, my biggest thing is what happened to privacy and boundaries? I don't care what stage you're on. It should still be privacy and boundaries. Like, you know what Big Mama said? What happened in this house? Me and my Stay dad have had... Mm -hmm. Me exactly and my dad have yeah. had How growing pains. How did that feel for you? Like, what you think about that? I mean, I, I, I agree with her. What's, what happens in my house stays in my house. I don't need anybody else really knowing yes, what's serious. going on. My mama busted my lip one time and put some lipstick on me to make sure <laughs> that nobody <laughs> saw that haircut and <laughs> my ass straight to the bus stop. If they ask you to that's some extra strength chapstick, you better not show them that cut on your lip or I'm going to put a matching one in the top. Okay, mama. <laughs> you know, it's like having red rings around your pizza at lunchtime eating that shit. But it sounds like they got some serious issues. So I hope they, you know, getting some sort of counseling and help for them. Because the most important thing you have is your family. Me and my mm -hmm. daughter, you know, we've had our differences over the years. Mm -hmm. But I love it Absolutely. with that. And I, I, I wouldn't, it's only because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> your facial expressions for me. <laughs> no, I'm saying, you said y'all had some differences. Oh, we definitely had yeah. some growing pains. And it's yeah. because I didn't understand that me being the oldest child, um, it was still some growing pains with us. And I had to accept that, you know, he was young when he had me. So it's certain things that in my mind I expected my dad to do, but he might not have known that I needed that at that time. I think, wow. he, I think he did a great job. Well, thank you. No matter what. I know I just met you today, but I feel like I've known you since yesterday. I think you did a great job. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But, you know, uh, Ms. Pink is absolutely right. There were some growing pains. I was young. I was 21 when she was born. And I had to grow into the role of being a father and what that responsibility meant. Along with, like I stated, my parents were never together. Yeah. So oh, it's dang, a separate My parents household. was pushing 40 when I came into the world. Yeah. So. 
Damn, you're just out in all family business, ain't you? I mean, my grandma had her last child at 42. So. Oh, so fertility is. Listen, um, <laughs> what's your name again? What's your name? I'll go by Fearless Swagger. You go, you go by Fertile Swagger. Fearless. Oh, well, there, there you go. There you go. Oh uh, the God. public service announcement for all men out there <laughs> who's looking for someone. I'm sorry, to, correction. She was 45. For, well, that doesn't make it any difference. Listen, um, there is never an off switch with Fertile Swagger. Okay? Do not be surprised. I don't have any children, by the way. So. Oh, Lord, them eggs are percolating. I'm telling you that right now. We pushing 33 with no kids. Oh. Yes, that Mommy, me, please. 33? I'm about to be 33 this year. Not Nan kid. Not one. No, Not yeah, Nan? No abortions, no miscarriages, none of that. You're born 88? Yes. When's your birthday? November 10th, Scorpio, no me. Ew! Shot you a Scorpio with no kids. What the hell is going on? Oh my on? God, that was Y'all the freaks. <laughs> Scorpio are the freaks. Aren't you the one that just said individualism? Did you just, <laughs> did you, you, just, did you just group her in? But, but let's get back to this freaky thing. It's uh, <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten, and you can't use two, four, six, or eight, okay. three, five, seven, or nine. Uh, what level of freak are you? I mean, we got a, already got a, a, a barometer with grandma pushing babies out at 45. So, oh, and she was a Scorpio, too. Oh! oh. 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 Public service announcement for all Zodiac signs out there. Is it 10 kids? Yes. It's the 10 kids? Okay. So she used her Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> So technically, technically, and she lived to be ninety-seven. So oh, pretty much, beautiful. so pretty much, there ain't no getting rid of you. Uh, so, so, so understand this. What's her name? What's her name? Katie May. Katie, Katie May. May. Let's give it up for yeah, Katie May. Yeah, boy. It's the brand new world. Yes, sir. When it comes to a Katie May, I use your womb. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Katie May said 96 for 10 kids. She lived to be 97. See, that's how you you, 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 What's about the, to be 33. What's the matter? Hey, his, his lip twitching. I think First he of all, <laughs> I just did the, the work that I needed to do to get me to where I need to be. So, what's that? <laughs> I, didn't have, I didn't have no patience. I never dealt with my feelings and emotions. So, if a guy was catching feelings, I would run. Like, oh, oh, so no. you're a man with ovaries. Oh, <laughs> you are. oh my God. Hey, you're a man with ovaries. ovaries. He kind of right, though. Look, yeah. <laughs> somebody said that to me. And I don't no, no seriously, my friends will tell you that I really was like a whole nigga for real. Like, my friends say, like, when I call my brother, not that brother. He's like, sometimes I have to remember that I'm on the phone with my little sister and not with one of my. My so are you uh, are you making yourself happy when you do that, or are you just being defensive? I think at the time that just was like a defense, it, defense, and I was scared. Like it was like I'm not ready to deal with these feelings. No pun emotions. intended, but are you like, opening up more? <laughs> <laughs> I'm better now, and my okay, last right. dating situation really taught me a lot about myself, and it taught me that I just needed to be by myself for and like not 
talk to anybody, not have that emotional, you know, Tell that that, that look, toxic. Me and my run perfectly aligned. Yeah, we done been that, to a lot no, of no, 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 no. Y'all ain't perfectly aligned. Y'all perfectly <laughs> a lie. Y'all gonna lie <laughs> for each other. Y'all gonna lie for each other. All right, what happened? What happened? What happened where it made you realize in your last date situation that don't even sound right? Because according, well, you know, I like you, but I'm in a situation. No, you're in a relationship. Because I used to, yeah. Yeah. I used to feel like, okay, I want somebody that's going to whine and damn me and all this other stuff. And then I realized he could whine and damn me, but he was trash. Like, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, he wasn't there when I needed him. And when I had things that I came to him about, if it wasn't important to him, like, Question. he didn't care. Question. And right, so he, did you ask for this? Did you ask for it before you got him? What you mean? God gave me what I thought I wanted. Yeah, he was like, "Okay, sis, this is what you want," uh-huh. and he gave it to me. And I was like, "Ooh, you know." That happened so many times in my life. Yeah, I, I learned you got to be specific. You, you, you had to go off very stuff. specific yes. and what you everything I want in her butt stink, bro. That shit blew me. I was like, "Damn, I should ask for no butt stink." Not breath stink, butt stink, butt stink, everything, bro. Everything. So you asked for what, and you got So you know, I really thought you know somebody winding down and all that other stuff, and then I got that, but I didn't have the Love emotional part, like mm-hmm. the where I really felt like you was my partner, like you supported me, like you cared. I didn't have that part, and then the sex was trash. So that was. Really oh, there hard. we go. So we so finally that, got to so, all. Understand this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. What and that learned? was the first time I had used my feelings and emotions in that sense in, a, in like a long time. So I was like, oh, but I really like was him. It? And then he said, <laughs> then when we had a falling out, and I told him that I wanted to talk to him because I don't like expressing stuff via text. And he didn't do what I asked him to do. So I was like, you know what? I think we should just, you know, cool out. Like, I've seen what I needed to see. So you did I'm a proper breakup. So then, hold on. You did a proper breakup? He sent me a long six-point bulletin text message. Book. He sent you a book. To tell me <laughs> of all the things that I did wrong. And oh. what he didn't like about me. And so I never. So wait till that. Okay. And I never Because he in his feelings like a little bitch. I never responded. Like, he got mad because I didn't like... Who's the little Eric, whatever, hip-hop, motivational speaker guy? Oh, Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm not really into stuff like that. So he got mad. Like, this was one of the points. He got mad because oh, so I didn't he was like soft. him. You should have knew he was for so, you. But my, my brother met him, and he was like, yeah, I kind of knew that that wasn't the deal yeah. for you. Because I felt like I had the penis give and me he had the vagina the entire bulletin. time we were with each other. Give me one more bulletin. <laughs> one more bulletin. Um, one more bulletin. I, I, I really don't have a <laughs> retort. Um, Let me hear one more bulletin. Hold on. One I'm more trying bulletin. to think because, like, this is so long ago. Um, he told you you couldn't do what? What else did he say? God, he said so much dumb shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't open my door when I got in the car. No, he used to do all of that, and I really thought it was no, cute. You didn't open his. That's but what I'm not opening the. He held my purse and everything. Like it was real. See, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 man, yeah, man. That's what happens. You ever did that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Y'all, like, what you mean holding your purse like you? Like I was in the store and he held my purse. No, we was at no, the for movie. A second, while you looking for something. Like yeah, he, I was bro. trying to get put butt on my popcorn or something. Shit. So he the helped. question is, did he volunteer? Yeah, like I don't oh, know. Oh God! See, see, the Lord sends signs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will say, guilt, uh, I'm guilty. Of it only lasts four months. We don't recognize 
certain signs or we overlook them because something else that they did might weigh greater on that list. Women, y'all have more signs than a deaf person. Well, I saw, oh, all, I saw all I needed to see. That's the biggest reason why I have one of my brothers around me. So we, we think so much alike and we're able to talk about so much is my brother's an outside person and he can be like, hey, did you see this? Because this is what I seen. And then I'll play it back. And if, so some, if things don't add up, yes, sometimes we do get blinded. When because you like, when you see when something you like, you get blinded. You it's get, not necessarily a physical you know thing what? about what I we like. I think I shouldn't even dated him anyway. Because it was kind of like, all right, fine. I'm just going. Because he kept asking. And I was like, all right, fine. And then it was, I was like, oh, this cute. We on a date and shit. What? To, to date me because we were friends did when you said did you make it plainly clear to him because this is the one thing that kills me about women all the signs be there all the signs, all the signs. this is where I got to bring my list about all the signs <laughs> be there fertile swag um, <laughs> but but what are you seriously going to sit up here did you first did you tell him no like a definite no because women, for whatever reason, y'all don't speak with yeses and nos. No, not, and that's why I said this, this is, and I'm, I'm not who I was then, because I went to therapy and all that, because he How took, long ago was this? This was back from the end of 2018 to the beginning of 2019. Two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'm not, I'm definitely not the same person. As of course, COVID changed us all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not not even in that. But I think it was a lot of stuff that he said that I would try to, like, ignore. Like, he would say stuff like, well, I don't think you're going to. He, he would say, he said something and he was like, you're probably going to end up hating me. And I was like, why? Like, why would you even come into, like. The mi- your face is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> it messes up your whole train of thought. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm listening. It was like, why would you have that mindset? And then it was like, it would be little stuff like, you know, I like quality time. So I wanted to spend time with you. And it was always, oh, I'm doing this. He had his own little podcast and all this other stuff. So, yes. Quality time. Um, What does quality time quality time could have been you could have invited me to the studio and sit with you while you recorded i think a lot i've been the happiest girl in the world because i was with you would he have been a happy man uh i think a a lot of times (laughs) (laughs) and i like sports and i like football so he could invite me yeah and see because i took him to a redskin game too and four (laughs) months of dating you took him to a redskin our second date was a redskin game oh wow really Mm mm-hmm and that's why I keep telling y'all guys, y'all be asking about do females pay for dates? Find somebody who like your ass, okay? We don't. Uh, what's his name? Uh, no, no, no. What no, we we hear about dub him Leon the loser. <laughs> we don't call him LL Leon the loser. You took him to a game, mm-hmm. and he still found six bulletins <laughs> to talk about you all. Yes. Nigga, the only six you should have been worried about was the touchdown that the Redskins scored <laughs> at this game. I'm, no woman ain't not, I ain't got not no man, not man woman has ever took me to no game. Man. I think if guys really got, okay, auntie, if they we were open to more conversation, <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing is communication is guys have a whole mindset. Oh, females won't say exactly what they want. That means you're dealing with the I have time. learned now that you really have to be straightforward with men. So and now absolutely. I'm very straightforward. Like, I'll, I'll you I, mean. I okay. respect that open and honest communication up That's front. right. I've been called mean all my life. It's okay. 
Oh, you you wear it as a badge honor, huh, sister? I'm soldier. very blunt, so it's like it's not. I don't and think I mean. I have been very blunt in my life, and I I felt bad because my siblings had to experience it, and they took it as like my sister always thought I was a mean person up until recently, when she finally realized that you know I'm just preparing you for the world because you grew up differently than me. You grew up kind of sheltered from everything, whereas. I got to experience a lot of life things, and I know how to handle it. So I'm trying to give you these experiences. You a, you a drug dealer or something? Dad? Like I mean, I like, mean, she make it sound like make it sound like you, hey, you, look, was, you was dealing yeah, drugs like while that. dropping her off at the bus stop. Hey, you want two for five, baby? Have a good day at school. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Shit. According, to my, according to my dad, he was a, a amazing scholar in college. I didn't know he did anything. Until I was <laughs> hey, my dad, he never took a drink nothing. in his life. <laughs> but because my mo- I was raised with my mom, it was very differently. Is she was I'm gonna expose you to a little bit, and we're gonna talk about it because I don't want you to be in the world and not understand how to deal with it. And so, like, I appreciate that so much because it prepared me for t- how to deal with so many different situations. And I know my sister, without an eight year age gap, the route that she started on when she went to college, she was not prepared for mentally. You said eighteen year age gap. Ten. 10, 10. 10. Okay. God, she was not prepared. She was not prepared for what she was going into when she went to, went to college. And so I was like, I don't care how you take it. Only thing I can be, I, I can't sugarcoat nothing for you because when you get to college, ain't nobody going to sugarcoat nothing with you. You never lied about that. They're going to come at you a whole different way. They're going to come at you a whole different way. And now that she's finished with college, like after, I want to say probably by her second, third year in college, she was appreciative of how how my delivery was. And so it made me feel better as being an older sibling because I didn't have anybody to give me that kind of guidance. And so I really didn't know the right way to deliver it. And you, what, what school did she go to? She was at NSU. She, she just graduated in the state. Yep, North That's State. Right. And, and fertile swag, you went to DeFry? I went to Elizabeth <laughs> City State University for two years. Oh, okay. What about the other two? Because you know it's four years then for I, college. Then I came home and went to another school. Strayer. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want hey, to. I got my master's, though. So <laughs> I don't care. Shout out to fertile swag. She's still educating kids. Thank she you. She's an educator. I am a teacher. Uh-huh. Special education. I ain't say nothing, man. I ain't say nothing. It was the face. I'm a what? I'm a guest on y'all platform. I ain't gonna insult the host. I know it's just these faces that you're giving us. So you work with? (laughs) Yes. But you ain't had no patience. You got a show called. I had patience for kids. I had no patience for men at all. Like none. You had no patience for men. No, and I've gotten a lot better, a whole lot better. But you have patience for my kids. Yeah. But my mom will tell you, I don't have patience. I hadn't had patience for a lot of things in life, period. But now I've gotten a whole lot better. But, like, kids don't bother me. I love the kids. Yeah. Trick you know? love the kids. That's what I was about to say. Trick. I didn't want to say trick because I already called her fertile swag, and she may oh, take the right. trick. Oh Is it fertile swag? It's fearless. Oh, fear, fearless. same thing. It's oh, not. <laughs> yeah, the fear, I'm not fertile, and I'm not checking for none of y'all. Popeyes so. out there too. Y'all so now you ain't fertile. Them. So you the one black sheep out of the family. Great grandma that had kids since she was sixty. <laughs> grandma had kids at fifty five. Your Listen. mama's having kids right now, and you're telling no. me. So my my aunts and uncles didn't have a lot of kids. It's my generation, which is the first generation of cousins. Them the ones. And it's more men than it is women in my family. So they was the one laying it low, spreading it wide with multiple baby mamas. Now, we do have a few cousins, female cousins that get, you know. 
Mm. I got mm. one. She don't got none of her kids right now. But. She ain't got none of them. Not none. Chief Dirty Feet. That's Not, what we she call ain't got, oh, she ain't got, Wow. 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 Not nan kid. Not nan one. Wow. Well, she, she um, dirty feet. Yeah, because our feet be dirty. I'm dead in the water still floating. <laughs> I'm dead in the water still floating. I can't believe she called it. She just putting everybody on. I her don't care, Auntie. You know I don't care. I'm the one of the cousins that like they don't. Oh like. yeah, yeah. You you speak your mind. Yeah. yeah That's I mean, why I, I tread lightly at family events because like, y'all want me to drink and be myself at the same time. <laughs> No, she didn't sit up here and make it seem like his day fault. <laughs> oh, so you want me to drink and be pink? Well, somebody about to be black and blue. Because I hurt somebody's feelings. Absolutely. I'm dead in the water still floating. It be like that, though. Like, But my mom says all the time that I that I act like my grandma. My grandma was like, Katie, well, look, when Katie Mae said shit, you knew that it was something wrong, okay? Because when Katie Mae started, when she had to cuss, Katie Mae always kept it 100. She used to, cause she from the South, so she used to tell my uncles to leave white girls alone, cause she said if white girls will get you killed. She said yes. She said my cousins that like Katie Katie Mae used to tell my uncles don't never let a white girl suck on you. She did all like Katie Mae yeah. was thorough. Katie Mae was thorough. I feel like I got to clean out my entire porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, Katie Mae. I wiped my entire porn that, collection. That, that's, that was my Scorpio homie. Katie Mae was thorough. She said, "Don't let." <laughs> she said, "Don't let a white girl suck on." And she said, head. "Don't mess with white girls because white girls get you killed." Mm -hmm. Yeah, because sisters uh -huh. only get you beat up. <laughs> 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 sisters only get you fucked up. So. Well, I do want to thank my guests. We do got to get ready to wrap it up. I want to thank everybody who was a guest today, especially Woo! my dad for being such a supportive Pops. team player. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Love you, baby girl. Love you. This was an experience. Thank you, guys. So you much. are so yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. This is all right. Yeah. So I thank y'all for coming out. Um, I do um want to shout out to the candle that I was burning right here in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> it's by oh, Miss Lovely it. Scented Candles. She will be having um at the event on 420, the Green Liberation, at 420. Um, you can get your early bird tickets. Just hit me up. They are forty dollars a piece. Next Sunday. I said I was going to open the forum. At first I wasn't, but I do. I don't want anybody in the LGBT, however many letters it is, to come after me. I'm a bad community. So <laughs> I am going to have um, a, a great circle of people in here to discuss what it is for their experience in the dating community in the DMV. That's going to be next Sunday. Ooh, well. Oh. well, to start that one off, I want to let them know that I once gave a bitch a leg up. <laughs> And she oh used it. God. She used it to kick it with another. No, it's how it happens okay. out here in the DMV. It does, man. Protect your protect your neck. Uh, it it oh is. It's God. terrible, man. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> On April seventeenth, I do uh, Sisters by Sisters is having a event, a pop up shop at forty eight zero two Stamp Road in Temple Hills. And so, if you are free, I want you to come past that. I am going to give a moment of reflection to the guests because <laughs> your facial expression just kills me every what? time I look what? at you. Oh, you got to come back because uh, I was yeah. thoroughly entertained tonight. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, a moment of reflection? Yeah, a reflection, wrap-up, quote, affirmation, whatever you have on okay. your spirit. Let it sizzle in your spirit. You can always tell when a man don't know what to say. He look up. You <laughs> look up to God. God. Well, I, I would like to say this. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed myself being on here. You know, um, y'all y'all brought up some salient points. Yeah. Look up salient. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 I, and I thought it was cool. 
Um, and, and we made a lot of uh, headway. And I just, I just appreciate the uh, conversation that we had. Dad, you did a good job. You really did. No matter what she says, you did a good job. No problem. And um, to Lu- to Leon the loser. Um, <laughs> He's blocked on Instagram, by the way. Is he now? Yes. That, yeah. That's no. This my dude, ex is blocked everywhere. He couldn't find me in he, America. He, he used to. death to try to talk to me again. So I really he used death. Yes, he used the passing of someone to reach out to me. That's and not funny. I didn't like did it. And you <laughs> said he, he used death to get back in contact with you. Yes. This girl got that Megan Markle sparkle. Oh my God. <laughs> if I, if I she got that Megan Markle sparkle. <laughs> like, do you know that gave up a country for it? Jesus, <laughs> this nigga was going to die to live again in your life. Jesus ain't the only one coming back from the grave, baby. It said be more Christ-like. Guess what? I died. And it ain't take me three days to resurrect. He was late. I'm on time. You telling me he died and came back to life in your DM? I can't. Yes, he used someone someone else's death that I had posted. So he kills people. This nigga killed somebody. Public service announcement for fertile swag. Stay away from her unless you want to spend your retirement on the kids that she will give you after the age of 50. <laughs> and if by some chance she takes you to a Redskin game, she really doesn't like you, she would have <laughs> took you to see the Buccaneers instead. <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan, by the way. So. Get your traitorous ass on <laughs> this Message. I was fucking with you for a minute. Yeah, I was. She's, as a matter of fact, I done figured it out. She's holding out for Dak Prescott. That's what she's doing. No, thank you. Millis, we can't talk about teams with them. I'm going to keep mine quiet. Oh, I know what your team is. All right, people. I don't want no smoke with nobody in this room, okay? She, who's that team? She can hey, are you still reflecting on? Oh, you I'm. Uh, well, let me finish. Off. Running out of time. Let me finish off by saying I would like to thank y'all for having me fly on here. Eagles, fly eagles. Wow. She just sold me out. Yeah. Hey, y'all, I'm gonna have a new co-host e- next week. She sold you out. She sold you out for one of the. Hey, hey, hey! My cousin played for the Eagles and got a you know Super Bowl championship with them. So. Oh, so he was the water boy. Don't shout out to Tori Smith. Don't do that. Oh, for real, Tori Smith, your cousin. Yes. Like first. Shoot, forget Second. my reflection. Let's oh, live in the present. Oh, uh, no, ser- seriously, that's really my cousin. Like, my dad and his grandma are first cousins. Like, we really are cousins. Wow. Okay. Well, I reflected. <laughs> Me and Tori, we got to talk after this. I need um, some tickets. The one thing I want to say is don't let nobody project their fears onto you. Ooh, yes, fearless. No don't me. let nobody put your path is your path. Don't worry about what they scared of. Don't let them scare you. Stay focused. And live fearless. Y'all know that's that's my motto. Live fearless. It's fearless swag isn't just a name, it's a lifestyle. Uh, I'm so glad she didn't say live fertile. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I'm not fertile. <laughs> Grandma got the market cornered. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank y'all for joining the vibe and we will catch y'all next week. Bye y'all. Peace out.